Blog Talk Radio. Nope, I don't. I just know that we were. I'm vocal. No, he's just mad because he couldn't see his team. We were. 
That's true. We were, we were corona-free. We were not contaminated. And we were clean. So, you know, well, what can you do? Look, you know, you know, this is unprecedented times, as we've heard over and over again. And, um, you know, it, it, it's bound to happen. And that's it. So the game's rescheduled. Yeah. And, um, you know. That that that's it. I just I just you know, I just wish somebody would tell that fool in Washington to just shut up. I just somebody would just just shut. You know, if you catch the damn thing and still want to act like a fool, I got I got nothing left. I got nothing left. Yep. It's just it's just it's just ridiculous. It really, I, I'm not gonna go off on a tangent, but you know, we are four weeks out from the election. America, speak up. It's time. It's time for him to go. It's just time. It's time. He got to go. So disrespectful to the American people. So just, so disrespectful. You know, you imagine, imagine having it was your husband or your wife or like an immediate family member that you lost because of this disease. You lost them, and to see this guy yeah. talking about don't let this disease stop. I mean, don't let this disease stop you. And like, what? What are you doing? You know what? Keep it up. Go ahead. Keep doing it. Keep being a fool. You're just going to just hand the election right over because you're an idiot. So keep doing you know, it. It's, it's part, sad. You know, that's the best part about it is, he is, is that he's doing all of that and still has a chance to win this thing. Oh, I know he does. Because that's, how, that's it's, how stupid it's, that's how stupid people are. That, that's yeah, really how it, stupid it, some it, Americans are. It, 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 it is. It's gone well beyond policies. It's human yeah. decency or indecency. You're a human being. I put a post out on Facebook, and I meant what I said. I wanted him and his wife to recover. I'm not that kind of guy. Anybody that knows me knows. I don't. I may not like your policies. I may not like the fact that I. I know you're racist and don't wouldn't give me the same respect that I'm giving you. But you're a human being. I want you to recover. I want you to be okay. I want your wife to be okay. I want your staff to be okay. I want I want all the Republicans that got caught and all of y'all that, that caught it. I want everybody to be healthy. I really sincerely meant that. And I had hope that maybe by getting it, it puts something in his brain and says, I need to take this more seriously. I am the leader of this country. I need to set the example. And instead... I did a show last week. You guys are, you know, welcome to check out the archive with a friend of mine. And he's still my friend. Um, and he, he's just, it, it's, it's, it's an example of the, the delusion that people are living with, that this man is right for this country. And he's not. And this, if this doesn't show you, nothing will. Then, then you know what? You know, like you said, Train. It, it, I, I, it just it disgusts me. And again, I'm not even talking policies. Yeah. Talking human human decency. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, if he, if he if he had just a little bit of that, he would be in so much better position. Honestly, but he has but none. He's just, he's just a zero, none. Uh, a none. goose egg. He's like a yeah. WWE. He's like a WWE character. At least they yeah, got storylines. Yeah, yeah it's, it's bad. Um, so, hey, bottom line is four weeks. Get out there and vote. Let your voice be heard. Um, you know, I, I, uh, 
I uh, had a, a, a Madden colleague that, that Quezon knows very well um, put, put some stuff out there about the candidates, and one of his friends decided to uh, make all of these comments on the, on the comment that I made, and I ripped everything he said apart, ripped it apart, and no response. And then uh, this guy was like, sorry, I you know, my bad, you know, I, I didn't see it. Okay, you, maybe you did. It's fine. But it's just when, when you're dealing with facts, which is where I live, I live, I live with facts. There's no response. You got all the opinions in the world you want. When you're dealing with facts, there's no response to facts. Enough on that. Let's get back to football. Um, tomorrow night's the vice presidential debate, by the way. Y'all check it out. Um, yep, I'm yep. looking forward to it. So, so um, I'm going to start in the only place I can start. As I said on the show I did Sunday afternoon, I'm going to let JB start off because – I had the ability to come on Sunday and vent. I don't feel any better two days later. I don't. But <laughs> JV hasn't had that uh, uh, hasn't had that ability. Our, our team isn't three and one or three and zero. Oh. Our team is one and three. And I'm going to turn it over to JB and let him let him get some stuff off his chest. I may clean it up at the end, but I'm going to let Jay get some stuff off his chest. And y'all know what we're talking about. We're talking about the goddamn Dallas Cowboys, one and three after four games. Yeah. Could be 0 and 4. Could be. Could be 0 and 4. And in all rights, probably should have been 0 and 4 after four games. But one and three. JB, the state of the Dallas Cowboys, good thoughts. There is no state. <laughs> there is just nothing. I, I, I was fearful of what I saw in the first game when they played the Rams, and I have stated it on this very show, the way they got pushed around up front, and it hasn't gotten any better. It has gotten progressively worse as these games progressed throughout the course of this season, the first four games. There's just no excuse. I've, I've said on this show before, we've all said on this show, even though your best ability is your availability, the next thing that we've all said, next man up. They've been hit by a rash of injuries just like everybody else, and they still aren't performing. The next man up mantra seems to just have whiffed and, and gone right by them. To see a defense that has been absolutely porous, I mean, shredded like cheese. I'm talking uh, uh, Swiss cheese. They need to be more like government cheese. You know what I'm talking about, where that you got to have that thing set to 500 degrees to have him just get the thing to start mounting. They're, they're nothing like that. It's, it's, I would say it's disappointing, but just, just not strong enough. I'm pissed off about it. I don't know what the issue is. I don't know if they're not buying into the scheme. I'm not sure if folks just aren't listening to, to the D.C. Nolan. Does Nolan need to go? I believe it's his time. He, he hadn't been in a, a D-coordinated position since, what, 2015, and, and it's showing. I don't know what it is, but defensively, there there is no defense. Now, granted, with Cleveland, we, I've said on this show before, they've got, they got talent on paper, and I said it last year. They just didn't materialize it, and they still have talent on paper. But to give up 307 yards rushing, that that's more effort to me than it is scheme or being put in the right spot or anything did, like that. It, did you say three hundred? Three hundred. Three hundred. Yep, three hundred. 
Oh my God. 307. And, and what made it worse is their best running back, or at least the number one, Nick Chubb, was out in the second quarter, and he'll be out for the next, what, four to six weeks with a sprained MCL. And they still were racking up yards on the ground, one by one by damn one. I, I, obviously, the defense has to get cleaned up. Offensively, the firepower is there. One thing that we hadn't seen in, 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 in recent years is the ability to, to come back and and they've come back from huge deficits, 17 points, 20 points, 27 points. But that's not the, the way to win ball games. And even though the firepower to come back is there offensively, still don't know what kind of team they are. Still don't know their identity because they have to spend too much time coming from behind. Two, three, four touchdowns. The turnovers on offense, gotta, that's got to get cleaned up too. But the problem is on the defense. And – I don't know. I don't know what else to say. There's, there's really nothing more for me to vent about because the, the elephant in the room, the 800-pound elephant in the room, is the defense, and it's the coordinator. The question is, what's going to be done? Because something has to be done. To be one in three with the level of talent on this team, to be one in three with a Super Bowl winning coach, to be one in three with 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 a weak schedule, to be one in three to give up 49 to the Browns. 38 to the Seahawks, 39 to the Falcons, and, and quite frankly, we're lucky to win that game. Inexcusable. Absolutely inexcusable. Um, oh, by the way, JB, did you hear about your, uh, your old friend, Kara Padlock, and what happened? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's on Facebook. Can you scan, scan some of your Facebook friends? If not, I'll send it to you. Pretty shameful what you did. Just so you know. Pretty um, shameful. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't we're, we're Facebook friends, but I haven't spoken to her, and, and I can't remember the last time I've even seen her, let alone spoken to her. Well, you don't live up here no more, but she remembers you. She was running for state rep, and she came in the neighborhood and knocked on my door, and she's like, you wouldn't be related to Jason Floyd, would you? My ass, my brother. Oh, my God, he's such a sweetheart. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Whatever. Wow. You guys what's her, that, what's her, that. Isn't that a married name? What's her, what's her, do you know her maiden name? Um, I get it. Yeah, I have it. I, 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 I'll I get it to you. But anyway, I, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll chat about that one-on-one later. Yeah. Yeah, which I just, just wanted to why it just popped into my head. I meant to text you about it. Anyway, um well, you know, the only thing that I will add to the the only thing I will add to, I'm sorry, I can't get off of politics. I'm sorry guys. I you know I can't. I'm just I'm just disgusted these days. Um what the only thing that I will add is you know, I've had two days to think about my rant and I ranted a lot about Mike Nolan, and and while I still believe that he should be fired, should have been fired Sunday night. I mean, you know, not something that Jerry Jones is is accustomed to doing. Um, I, I go back to why was he ever even hired? You know, I, I know that his father um, coached under Tom Landry, but Jerry wasn't around for that. So there's no there's no cowboy connection there. His last year, I believe he, he coached uh, defense coordinator for the Falcons. They had the last-rated defense in the league. So, you know, and guess what? Dallas is the last-rated defense in the league. Now, 
Um, but I, I think I think my immediate reaction was stronger towards the coach than the players, and I've come back to um, kind of fifty-fifty. You know, when when you watch the game and you see the running, and yeah, three hundred yards is a lot of yards, and, I, and but it's it's not the number so much as when you watch the poor execution and the effort when you watch, you know, Dallas brought in all these free agents and did all. I took Dallas as my fantasy defense. I'm getting rid of them, obviously, but um, <laughs> that was my fantasy defense in our league because I so believed that with scheme and, and the new players and, you know, they brought in some heavy hitters that the defense was going to be really good. And four weeks in, it's the worst defense I've ever seen. I don't know that I've ever in my life seen a defense at this bad on any team in the NFL. That's how bad it is. It is terrible. And it gets to the point where you can blame the coach, and I do, and I do believe he should be fired because, you know, coaches coach and players play. But, the co- you know, do we watch Bill Belichick keep those Patriots in against the best offense in the game for three quarters last night with nine defensive players that have opted out for the year? several starters, you know, so he's working without his defense that he had last year. And did we not see a scheme, you know, I mean, hell, but what he has six points in the first half, you know what I mean? Like, like coaching matters. Players do play coaches, coaching matters. I don't see a scheme that's doing anything. And I don't see players that really care. It's effort. And if you want to see a play, that really shows poor effort. Watch the reverse with Odell Beckham. Watch oh, the reverse. I mean, when you Thank run you. the guy 15 yards back and he's able to – this ain't a punt return. He ain't Dion. I know Beckham's a bad boy. But when you run him 15 yards back on a reverse and he's able to almost go untouched to the end zone, the only guy in any kind of pursuit is a linebacker. There's a problem with effort. There's a problem with the will to, you know, like this guy is not going to score on my watch. That just down home, you know, like I expect tonight, I expect LeBron James to have a hell of a game. Why? Because all of this talk about Jimmy Butler and y'all in trouble and all of that, I, I think LeBron James is one of those athletes as he, as he steals the ball and goes down and dunks it just right on cue. Right on crew, LeBron. Thank you. Make my point. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's certain athletes that, you know, and it's not all just superstars. We had a guy named Jeff Heath. He was not a superstar, but he was a gritty, gutsy, you know, gutsy player. Safety. Gone. Miss him now. You know, it's not just superstars. There's something about some athletes that are going to fight you tooth and nail. And that's it. They're going to fight you. And if you beat them, you're going to know you was in a fight. You're going to know you was in a battle. You're going to go home licking your wounds. Hey, I won, but damn, I don't want to play them again. I don't see I don't see anybody on that defense like that. Even the superstars, even Jalen, who I think is great. Alden Smith might be the only guy on that defense I really think that's out there Playing, this is a guy that was homeless a year ago. I, I ain't bullshitting. Look it up. He was homeless a year ago. 
living under a bridge. He's back in the NFL. Had drug issues and all that good stuff. Pieces act up. God bless him. He's, everyone, by all accounts, he's doing very well. That man hungry. That's about it. All those other high-paid players, Marcus Lawrence got that cause cause everybody soft. Did you think that when you were on the field playing? Did you think then? Yeah, we kind of soft. You know, it's the time for all that reflection is when you're up 14-7 and then you blink and you're down 28-14. Why do you play the first quarter and the fourth quarter and forget about the second and the third? Like, you're a professional football team. Dare I say America's team? Dare I say it? That's why, you know, lightning strikes me. And this is the product you put out on the field for your fans and supporters. We eat Breathe, drink, sleep, cowboys. I put on a cow. I'm at home and I put on a cowboy shirt. I'm home alone watching the game and I put on a cowboy shirt to support the team. Ain't nobody here but me. That's the extent that we go to. We got a picture of JB in a blanket the day of the game, cowboy blanket, supporting the team. This is what we do. And that's the bullshit you put on. That's what you show us. And then you have this great comeback in the fourth quarter and all is supposed to be forgotten. No, it's not forgotten. Dak goes for 500 yards and he's, well, you know why you threw for 500 yards? Because you fell behind by 28 points. So you had no choice but to throw almost every, And where is Ezekiel Elliott? What happened? Why have we forgotten to run the damn ball? I mean, I will never give up my team. I'm a fan. Fan store for fanatic. What you're showing us right now is disgusting. It's disgraceful. Now, what you going to do about it? That's my question. Dallas, what are you going to do? So, you know what they did? They cut Brandon Carr. Brandon Carr, a 13-year veteran, they brought back in the offseason to play in the secondary, played in three games, no impact. He was released today. That's what they've done. Earl Thomas, nowhere to be seen. Eric Reed, played last year, by all accounts, had a decent season, nowhere to be seen. You could have went and got Jamal Adams for a second-round pick in offseason. You thought that was too steep. How, how do you feel now? He's looking pretty good over there in Seattle. Second coming of Earl Thomas. You didn't make a move for him? No, let's go get all these defensive linemen that don't play the game because we gave up 300 yards rushing. So congratulations. Least number of sacks in the NFL. Congratulations. Whoopee. I could go on all night, so can Jay. I'm going, I'm going to drop it because there's really no reason to even spend any more time talking about this team. I'm not going to talk about them anymore tonight. This is it. It's over. This is the coverage you get on the Cowboys tonight. I'm done. We're going to move on and talk about some teams that actually know how to play some football and win. Let's switch now. I'm done with the Cowboys tonight. I don't even know if I'll talk about them because you got the Giants next weekend. Big deal. And you probably win that game. And we're, you know, and all Cowboy Nation will be happy. We got to win. We're two and three. Might even go back in the first place in the NFC Leafs. Whoopee. Play 
a game against a team that you shouldn't beat and win, or play a game against a team that you shouldn't beat and be competitive for four quarters, then come talk to me. Right now, I got nothing else to say about this damn team. I'm disgusted. Disgusted to no end. As a lifelong fan, I've never felt this way. Not to this extent in my life. Should have been a product. One thing. On. Oh, you know what? Or stay or just forfeit. I'd rather forfeit than to see the garbage I saw on Sunday. I'd rather you said we are not prepared. This team is going to whoop us. We just forfeit. I would rather that. I would rather forfeit than to put that garbage out on the field. JB, you had something to say? I was just going to say two things to to what you had spoke about. One, you had mentioned the, the high-priced players on defense. We we always cringe when folks get their deals in, during the off season, especially with fantasy uh, football. I've stated it before. Anybody that's gotten their deal, stay away from them because you you may not get much. When they're in the contract year, different story. Once they've gotten their money, you see a difference. And a ton of folks got paid on defense, and what do you know? So I don't think it's a coincidence. That's number one. Number two, you ask where is Zeke. Um, you don't see Zeke because they keep having to throw the ball. And when they do try to run it, it it's first quarter. They Defense knows Zeke is going to get his touches in the first quarter. Fall behind, he kind of gets moved out of the game plan. They can do check downs and whatnot, but they're trying to get the ball down the field. They're trying to get vertical. And, and defense not being able to stop a nosebleed is what's causing Zeke to not be anywhere in a part of the program on offense. 12 carries, though, Jay. 12 carries. 12. Yeah. That, I mean, that, you that, you're that, down that, to that, 14 at that. But if you, if you come out in the first quarter and you establish him, you should get 12 carries in the first quarter. <laughs> you know, like – he should be running the ball. He should get 30 carries a game, and he should get 12 in the first quarter. The whole point is to come out and establish him, have the defense focus on him. Then it opens up the secondary. And then later on in the game, wear down. Now, I know they can't do that now, but where's the early focus? 12 carries. 12. That's what we're getting when, from when? our all-pro, our all-world Guy has more rushing yards than anyone in the league from the time he stepped in the league in 2016. 12 carries. That's what we're getting. When you're down, 12. When you're down double digits, that's what's going to happen, though. Yeah, but, but Jay, I, I'm sorry, bullshit. You run the ball. If you're down and you're passing the ball, guess what? You're not burning clock. You're, you're giving them more possessions. You run the ball. Till it gets to 41 to 14, you run the ball. We've seen it time and time again. Run the ball, especially in the first half. 12 carries. There's no excuse yeah, I don't, for 12 carries. I guess then my question would be, where did the bulk of the carries come? Because they should have come during the first quarter. But they were but down. 12. Exactly. 12. They were down fast. I, I Jay, 12 carries is inexcusable when you have Zeke in the backfield. This ain't Tony Pollard. This is Ezekiel Elliott. 12. You were up 14-7. 12. Yeah. And, and I, I don't disagree he's just gotten the ball more, but I guess my point is, when did he get the bulk of those carries? Was it before they got man? It's not enough. It's not enough. I don't care when he got them. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. 
it is 12 carries. I don't care if he got them all in the first quarter and didn't touch the ball again. I don't care if he got them all. It does 12 carries when you have one of the best backs in the league. And it's two games in a row that he's gotten 12 carries. Oh, and you have to lose both games. And haven't been down. not the Dallas Cowboys. But 12. I don't care that you're down three touchdowns in the third quarter. 12 carries, you extend drives, you burn more clock, and they can't keep scoring on you like that. They're scoring on you because you're passing the ball. We're not a pass-happy team. We are a run-first team. That's how this team was built. The one thing I would say about Jason Garrett is he never gave up on the run. Oh, boy, he's looking pretty good right now, ain't he, Dallas? Mr. 8-8. Eight eight. Boy, we kill to be 2-2 two and two right now. Woo, we kill for that. If, if, if your philosophy is going to be pass first, then go trade Zeke, keep Pollard, so you got a back that you can run 18 times a game. Trade Zeke, go trade him, and go get yourself a safety then, and get him out of there because he's a running back. Run the damn ball right from the get-go. If you do that, you're going to get into the Florida game, you're going to control the clock, and you're not going to find yourself down 28-14 at half. Dallas Cowboy football. Come on, Mike McCarthy. I feared this. I know I said I was getting off Dallas. This is my last point, then I'm done. I feared this because he's never had a Zeke. He's never had a bell cow back in his coaching career, ever. So he don't know what to do. He's doing what he thinks is best. He's never had a guy that talented, ever. Let's talk about the Steelers. Let's let's, let's, just. Let's go to a team that hasn't lost a game yet. Three and all. Three and yeah. all, K-Star. Who you guys got this weekend? You, you didn't play because of COVID. Um, yeah. Who you got this weekend? Because I know we're on your schedule at some point. Not looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> who you got this weekend? We're at home versus the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Okay. Battle, Eagles of, the played key, better. battle of the Keystone State. Yeah, yeah. Eagles played better. Um, what are your thoughts on the matchup? You guys had a week off, so that's a you know kind mm-hmm. of kind of you know the, the 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 good news is that's a week to you know I don't know how your injury situation was, but it's a week to get healthy. How do you feel about the Eagles now? You, you, where are you home? Or are you I mean same state, but with with, with who's home? We're home. Yeah, we're home. So. Okay, how do you feel about um, the matchup against the Eagles? I feel good. So I mean. You know, Philly hasn't been playing good ball. They won versus San Francisco. But, I mean, that's always a tough task to come off a nationally televised big win such as the one they had and then, you know, travel back to the East Coast and play a undefeated Steelers team. Um, the Eagles have not played good offense so far this year, and the Steelers have played very good defense. So, I I, I really like the matchup for the Steelers. I think they'll – I mean, actually, honestly, I think they'll blow them out. Um, I don't want to be overconfident, but, you know, it's a tough spot for the Eagles coming off uh, a tough game and traveling back east, and you have a team that's fully rested and they weren't supposed to be. So it's just it's – it's, it's in the making of a, a big game, I think, for the Steelers. And, um, you know, we're clicking on both both sides of the ball, and it's, you know, something else you can ask for. 
Got a score prediction? I would say 31-14. I'll take that. I'll take that. Get get get, get a win in there, would you? But let's send the yeah. Eagles back. <laughs> they got a little happy. Yeah. They got a little win, you know. Um, playing against the backup co- quarterback and the backup backup and all of that, and um, and even then they, you know, almost lost. But yeah, get get a win in there, will you? We need we need some help. Get a win. Absolutely. What's that? I don't care if it's three to two, just win. Yeah, just get a win. All right, let's go to another team, and and you know we missed we missed Doctor Train two weeks ago. He's back. Um, you know, and, and, and it was interesting that um, the week before we had talked about Mitchell Trubisky and I have him on my fantasy team and train said ride with him and uh, the, the following week he's benched. So um, thanks, train. By the way, I happen to be 4-0 and in our fantasy league, by the way, undefeated. But anyway, uh, another day. Um, how do you feel about the quarterback change and how do you feel about your Bears at uh, I believe three and one. Man, uh, it must have been a minute. It's funny because I would have been on the show two weeks ago. <laughs> I'd have been singing a different tune. <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> and, and don't feel too bad. I mean, I picked up Mitch. I tried him out. Didn't work. That's what it is. But I'm I'm okay with the change of quarterback. I was I was hoping uh I was hoping Mitch but that was just with that was just wishful thinking. Uh, to think that Mitch was gonna turn it all around, but that's not that's not happening. Um so with that said, I'm just hey, whatever you have to do for us to win, put the best player on the field. If it's Nick Foles, it's Nick Foles. Uh, just keep it moving. Um but I I'm I'm glad to say that it, that we're sitting say that while we're sitting at three and one, and not like one and three or one and four, <laughs> like the like the media wants us to be. The court all analysts, we shouldn't have won a game. I was just like, really? Okay, I didn't I didn't I didn't know games were over in the beginning of the fourth quarter. I thought I thought it was sixty minutes, not fifty nine. I, I don't know. Uh, apparently. Uh, it's okay if you're the Kansas City and come back and win a game, but if you're the Bears, come back and win a game, you're lucky. Yeah, <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> I thought it was called football. I thought I thought everything counted. You know, guys got to be able to catch balls. You have to make plays. It's crunch time. It's just like being at the free throw line uh, in the fourth quarter, and it's you make you make this one free throw, and your team wins, and or you make these two, and your team wins. Well, if you miss, damn it, they're not lucky. You choke. I mean, I don't understand. So, uh, but we're three and one, and for this week, at least until tomorrow, everybody that feels like we shouldn't be can kiss my ass. Yeah, we're three and one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you could be mad about it, Woo! Uh, but don't. Don't let me win tomorrow <laughs> or Thursday. Oh, please. <laughs> Woo. Humility is out the window. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who, who you guys I have got so much shit up? to talk. Uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Don't Ooh. let us win. Don't, don't, That's don't Thursday you dare. Night. That's Thursday yep. night. Don't let it happen. Looking forward to that. Okay. 
Don't let it happen. Doggy. Don't let the defense click, you know, because they ain't played their best game yet. They just haven't. So, you know, uh, but we're 3-1. and one. We played a coach team. That defense was real. I sat and watched that game like, shit, our defense used to look like that. <laughs> their, their defense was awesome in Indy. It was, it was, their defense was good. I'm not, there was nothing crazy about their offense. Uh, Chicago made a lot of mental errors offensively and, and could not move the ball. And the defense did well enough to just leave it with them only getting three on freaking, I think they had like four or five red zone trips and they got one touchdown out of it, you know, and their, their field goal kicker did, did the rest. So we could not move the ball to save our life. It was a tough day. But it's a loss that I can respect because really I just really put it the onus on the coach. And it's just one of those where if your team doesn't take advantage of the opportunities that the coach gives you, then you're going to end up losing the game because there were, there were opportunities. There were, there were times we could have left plays alive. People could have caught some balls. Nick Foles could have made a better decision with the ball. Hey, it happens. You know, I didn't know you could pick up a flag when quarterback when you when the defensive lineman hit the quarterback low. It was one of those days. You know what I'm saying? I had a couple of interceptions. One the guy stepped out of bounds. The other one uh was a bread bread basket catch was a Khalil Mack and I mean the dude just I mean just had a bunch of slickum on his hands. It's just right through. It's like really, did you butter yourself up before you get on the field? I don't I don't know. But it was one of those days. It happens. Do you think that this Thursday game is a measuring stick game considering it's a Super Bowl quarterback Super Bowl rematch? Do you think that if Foles wants to show he still belongs and Brady might be thinking a little revenge from Super Bowl from a couple of years ago? Do you think there's any of that going on or is that just, you know, the TV and, and ESPN and NFL Network's making that storyline, but it's really not at player level. Uh, to me, I see it as a measure measure game. Just one to see where what a team truly stands, you know. And and if Nick Foles is the answer, I don't. That defense is not the coast defense. The coast defense is re- freaking ridiculous. Uh, for what we had to before we had to deal with, that, but that I, I don't worked out well for NBA. Yeah, just exactly. Well. That made a huge difference exactly. to them. So I don't what, expect you to say? see K-Star? that. DeForest the, the Buckner. Uh, that trade they made, yeah, for DeForest Buckner from San Francisco, yep. they traded oh. a first-round pick, and that's been a yep. huge for them. Yep. So I don't yep. expect to see that. But, yeah, I do see it I do see it as a matching stick um, for the for the team. So you're going to get a – you're going to get a Bucks team that, yep, it's 3-1, but they've been, they've been up and down. I mean, everyone's praising – Tom Brady for throwing five touchdowns, but he had to throw five touchdowns to win that game because that young that young rookie was man slinging it. <laughs> Hubert was like, "Oh, I got the job. Shit, let me show y'all why I'm gonna keep it." So, yeah, Tyrod Taylor, to throw five even when healthy, to win might game. be might be in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He might be so in trouble. Like, yeah. yeah, you, you know, might be. He still is in trouble. He ain't seen that job. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, yeah T, answer your question. Yep, measuring stick. You know, Nick Foles has played against this guy before. No, Nick Foles don't play defense, but, you know, it's just, there's always a battle 
when you when you you know went up against somebody before. But uh, you know, I like his I like his calmness, but he too also has to make the best decision with the football before and after the snap. Like you still got to play good football, and he definitely missed some opportunities against the Colts. So I don't expect it to be the same. We plan another quarterback that's a statue. I just need Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn to get their shit together. And, uh, yeah, it's great to get pressure, but, God damn it, get that dude on the ground sometime. Yeah, you got to get there. You got to get home. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, just, Train, I look, at, I look at a game like this, and, and don't get me wrong, and, and maybe mm-hmm. I'm tainted a bit because my team sucks so bad, but I look at mm-hmm. a game like this and I say, you know, I would say that does anybody realistically expect the Bears to win? Probably not. And no. since you're already three and one, you know, if you guys lost but played well, took the game into the fourth quarter and lost a competitive one possession game, I, I don't see it as a setback. I see it as something to build off of. Like you're playing a team that, you know, I mean <laughs> You know, is Brady the Brady of old? No. But is he still effective? Yeah. He's in a scheme with a lot of talent, and, you know, he he still can throw the ball. And, you know, that team, you know, last year, (laughs) the biggest thing that stopped the Bucs last year was their quarterback. Their quarterback was just a turnover machine. So you you bring somebody in that doesn't turn the ball over and has got leadership skills, and still pretty doggone good. I mean, let's be clear. He ain't the Brady of old, but he's still pretty doggone good for 43 years old. I mean, you I mean, five touchdowns good. <laughs> What's that? So, yeah, five touchdowns good. That was impressive. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, but, you know, I think you go in there, even if you lose and you guys play well, you know, I, I, it's one of those games where you got to walk away and say, no, we want to win, but you don't have to hang your hat if you lose. You know, you 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 know, you're three and two. You're still competitive in your division, and um, you know, you learn from it. Now, that said, obviously, no one, <laughs> I, you know, we're sitting on the couch, right? We're analyzing, mm-hmm. and, you know, no mm-hmm. true fan mm-hmm. is sitting there saying that now. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. looking ahead, if you go in and get annihilated, okay, <laughs> then it's the, the quote That's which problem. you said to me once. Yeah, you sold me a dream, okay, but. Mm-hmm. If you go in and play well, even in a losing effort, I think the Bears are still a contender. I think the Bears are still a team that people better look out for, you know. So, so the expectation doesn't necessarily have to be go in and get a win, even though you want that win. But go in there, execute, play well, bring that game into the and then see if uh, Foles' magic is Foles' gold or fool's gold. You know what I mean? So yeah, and uh, I will say. I don't a hundred percent. I'm not at a agree or disagree with what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Uh, let's just say we come out three and three and two. I look at it as well. We are early in the season. There's plenty of time to get it together. Whatever whatever reason we end up for for whatever reasons we end up losing that game. Uh, but at the same time, I damn sure ain't looking for no more victory. Um, yeah. And as much as as much as yep they they switched out you know a not so good quarterback with with the goat uh, we brought back our defense is still the same fucking players yeah. like it's time to it's time to start making some damn plays 
And that guy is no different than anybody else you face. Uh, you know, as far as he's still a quarterback. He, he still has to snap that ball. He's still lining up on the other side of that offensive line. And that's not the best offensive line in the league. So fucking torch him. <laughs> like, come on. Akeem Hicks, Khalil Mack, Robert Quinn. Man, I don't want to hear anything else. But Tom uh, Brady's like, oh, shit. That's all I want to hear. <laughs> and they come. That's, what, that's all I want. Eddie Jackson is patrolling the back. Kyle Fuller, man. Uh, even though little big brother Jay, you talk about people getting their contract and not playing, that dude has got his contract and has elevated his play. And he need to go to the boys. <laughs> you know, and Green Bay tried to steal him. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Good job, Chicago. The rookie has came in, Jalen Johnson, and is ranks second among the, among the rookies. The PFF, all that little stat shit they do. But I'm glad his name is being mentioned. We finally got a rookie that we drafted, and his name is being mentioned amongst the other rookies as one of the top players in his position. I'm loving him, and they keep trying him, keep throwing at him. He's just, he's, he's going to lose some, but he's going to get better. So I'm expecting the defense. To do something. Because the matchup is really their offense versus our defense. That's the real matchup of that game. And at some point, the defensive identity has to show up so we can shorten that field for the offense. So we can get that turnover and be already be sitting in the red zone. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I haven't seen that under Chuck Pagano with the same people. So it's, it's time for that to happen. That's what I'm looking forward to on Thursday. It's just a quick turnaround game. Defense, get, mm-hmm. you, get your head out your ass, get your shit together, put this dude on the ground, get some turnovers. Yep, they're short of uh, a Godwin. But I'm not hearing about no other team's injuries in Chicago catching their break. Fuck that. Everybody has injuries. We lost Tariq Cohen. You can kiss my ass with those stories, man. Everybody hey, has injuries. Did I hear you guys sign Lamar Miller? Yeah, we signed Lamar Miller sitting on the practice squad. I don't know if he's going to get elevated, but, yep, we signed Lamar Miller. Okay. I mean, he was back in the day, not that long ago. He was the team. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that long ago. I think mm-hmm. in Miami, I want to play. I think he's a better, I think he's a better uh, spell to David Montgomery than fucking Cordell Patterson. I'm kind of tired of seeing him <laughs> runs. Third and fucking one, you put in the tallest guy on the team to run a damn ball. What are you doing? You drafted this guy with your fucking highest pick in that year's draft. And and, and, and what are you doing? On third and one, and you put in Cordell Patterson and David Montgomery is sitting on the sideline like, why the fuck am I here? Like, come on, Matt Nagy. At some point, you have to line up and put the big boy draws on and fucking run people over. Fucking run them over. I've been contaminated by Dr. Phil on uh, Tape Never Lies. It's just a whole little Bears network, and he be going off. And I've been contaminated by that dude because this is exactly how he sound. And I get it because I'm watching the same damn game. Like, what the fuck are we doing? (laughs) You know, you know, you know what's funny? Uh, first of all, whenever I do the game, it always whenever I do the show, it always asks me, well, "What rating are we giving? Are you giving the show?" Because we are, believe it or not, we are actually mandated by the FCC. We are a live 
you know, I know it's just four guys talking football. That'd be that should be the name of our show, four guys talking football. But anyway, um, but I like it. This is a valid. This is real. Like this ain't this ain't this ain't. We ain't in living room. We ain't in barbershop. We actually are live on the air. And I always say, you know, somebody gonna go off tonight, and it may not be me. I'm gonna rate the show off. And sure enough, I'm gonna rate it R. Um, you know, and and I feel your frustration train. And it's amazing as a fan when we sit and it's so clear to us. And it's not clear because it's necessarily fandom. It's clear because we actually watch the game and pay attention. You yeah. know, and, 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 and you sit there and you start wondering, what game are they watching? These are multimillionaire coaches and multimillionaire players. And what game are you watching? Like, to me, it's simple. What did I miss? You know, you know, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. And you know what? And with all your frustration, you're still three and one. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, three and one. Correct. You yeah. are absolutely, you are absolutely right, man. And, and you know, it's it's crazy being a fan because you want perfection, but you're not going to get perfection. And you and you know you're not going to get perfection. You can actually live without getting perfection. But just sometimes when you see your team drive stalls because the coach want to be cute, you're like, dude, really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. That is such a that is such powerful words right there, man. I should claim that. <laughs> You drive stalls because the coach wants to be cute. Like, sometimes, you know, there's a thing called Optimus Razor, right? The easiest solution is probably the right solution. And that applies <laughs> more cases than people understand. And sometimes, you know, when it's fourth and one and you can quarterback sneak it, why don't you just go ahead and quarterback sneak it? Or when you've got the bell call back that's big and strong, yeah, maybe go ahead and run him. You know, like, maybe it is that simple sometimes. Maybe you are overthinking yourself, coaches and, and coordinators and players. You know, quarterback's on the line. He's got some power there. Quarterback's got some power to say, I'm going to change this play or I'm you know. And sometimes it really is that simple. I watch these guys walk up to the line. It's fourth and one, and they've got eye formation, and there's four linemen and there's four linebackers off the line, and it's fourth and one, and it's eye formation. And they hand the ball off to the running back who's five yards behind the line, and they won't audible a sneak at the line that you can easily see you're going to get it because they have four defensive linemen, and I'm six foot four, 250-pound quarterback, and I can see I'm going to get it. All I got to do is follow my center. I can audible this right now, and I got a first down. But no, or 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 oh, I love this play. Let's fake it to the run, uh, the, the fullback or the H back now, right? Because some teams don't have fullbacks, so let's bring in another mm-hmm. player and call him an H back. But it's really still the fullback slot. So let's fake it to him, mm-hmm. and the running back's going to go out into the flat, and we're going to pitch him the ball because we're going to fool everybody because we're trying to be cute play hardly ever works. I see it all the time. So I, I so agree with you. There's so many times I'm sitting there yelling, not just with the Cowboys, but just in general, like, what are you doing? It wasn't that hard. You made it hard. It's not that difficult. Jeez. 
anyway, congratulations to Dr. Train. Congratulations to, to K-Star. Your teams are actually winning. Your teams are actually not afraid of prosperity. How about that? Ooh, this some boo. <laughs> um, who's your MVP? Next question. <sighs> Train, you are on a roll. MVP. I'll keep it with you. Who's your MVP right now? Four games in. I know it's early. I, I know. But, you know, it's fun to sit back and say after four games. You know, MVP. MVP right now. One player. I don't want to hear, well, it's between. No. One player, guys. Now you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm just, I'm just trying to. I didn't expect that question, so I'm just like. I know. And, how I roll. But I should have expected that question because that's how we roll. So. That's how we roll. Oh, somebody, like somebody, uh, yeah, yeah, MD, MD, MVP, 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 sorry, I'm cycling through the winning teams in my head right now, uh, gosh, I hate to say that guy's name, I really don't want to, I hate, I, I know, know who you're thinking, but oh, God, I gosh, know who you're fucking thinking. hate that guy. I know who's thinking. I'm trying to see. I don't think I have it on here. Let me see if I have. Um, I don't have it. I need to go and download it. I don't have the Jeopardy theme on here because I would be playing it right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But the, here's the crazy part about it. You said not to give two answers. I'm not going to give two answers. I'm going to give you one answer now. I'm going to give you one answer now. But... I, I just want to talk about another no guy, guy. I, I, I but not 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 with my answer though. Not not with my answer. It's not with my answer. I'm, I'm going to give you my answer, and I'm going to hear everybody else's answer. And I just want to mention another guy who is just for his team. He's MVP. He's not the MVP of the league because I, I know it's that. not the question. the question. That's why I'm at. That's why okay. I'm saying. That's why I'm saying I'm gonna answer the question, and I'll come back because I'll come back after the question. All right. Answer goddamn question. Get MVP of the league. Right now, man. To be honest, you know, I really hate giving it to quarterbacks because it's like the easiest to pick. But some of these guys are really, really doing it, regardless of what's what injuries they're facing on their team and not having their best out there. And uh, right now I'm going to I'm have to give it to A.A. Ron, man. As much as I hate that dude guts right now, you know, I got I mean, 13 touchdowns, no interceptions, and just playing so clean and so smooth. Man, I, I hated watching it last night. I was like, really? Atlanta, I just – is this going to fade to black like that? Ah, but I know secondary was trash. He shredded it. But just through three games, man, the teams, like, they went and drafted a guy. Talked about his replacement. And he's just like, it's cool. But it's clicking for him, man. It's clicking for him. They're running the ball. It's clicking for him. The dude looks like a damn world beater with a running game, man. Ah. Mm-hmm. And you know what gets me about – Aaron Rodgers and his second year head coach is that the Cowboys have his old coach. Just saying. Okay. K Star. <laughs> who is uh who would be and one name. Just one. 
I'm going to give you the same rules I gave Dr. Train. I don't want to hear any one name. If you had to vote today and the season ended and you're a sports writer and we're put, we're, you're voting for the MVP of the league, who, who you got? I've got Joshua Allen from the Bills. Um, before, That's who I wanted to say, I but I couldn't say him. Oh, my God. Thank you, K-Star, for saying his name. I'll I shut up now. Therefore, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're the only team that handed the Rams um, a loss this year, and um, they are top three scoring team in the league, and and the brunt of the offense lies on the shoulders of one Josh Allen, who it is. Uh, is completing 71 Seventy-one percent of his passes were. I'm looking at this, 330 yards per game, um, and he's he's rushed for three touchdowns, and uh, you know he's putting up points every single week. Their top offense, um, they, they he clearly is the leader of that football team. Um, Stephon Diggs helped over his play, but uh, the the Bills are for real, and um, Josh Allen is really fun to watch. First of all, but secondly, uh, that that offense and team is super explosive, and it all runs through Josh Allen and his legs and his big, strong arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Josh Allen. I love the way he's playing he's right fun. now. He's really fun, do. man. He's fun. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, I, I think if the season ended today, I think he'd get no votes. Uh, JB, <laughs> who you got for? He would get a couple. <laughs> MVP. Yeah, he so wrong, man. He would get some. That that's a good sleeper. I, I will say I will give I case I'll give you some credit. That's a good sleeper because he is playing well. Maybe uh, one name. I think, one name. You don't I get different what? rules than my brother. One name. <laughs> <laughs> he already talked about that tonight, Who's man. Your MVP? <laughs> I wasn't done. You know, it's a I was, I was, it's a question. What the hell? <laughs> all this other stuff. I've been, I've been here so listening to y'all bloviate right for ten minutes. It, it's ten damn minutes. Y'all just been bloviating, <laughs> and all look, I did was I just have, mention look, that K Star's pick was a legitimate one and understood where and he was I asked coming for from. One name. If y'all want to host this segment, all you gotta do is email me and say, hey, "Teacher, right? here's what I want to talk about." I will shut the fuck up, and you can host your own segment. <laughs> no problem. Just email me. Shoot me a text. Hey, man, tonight, can I talk about this? You got it. But I have all the way. One name. One name. Good sleeper pick for what he's saying. I my don't care. <laughs> what my My pick for MVP, because I have let y'all just jibber-jabber, my pick is the guy up in the Northwest, Russ Wilson. He is the one that is also undefeated. He is the one that does not have the defense that that he used to have in the past with the whole Legion of Boom. He doesn't have that anymore. Doesn't have a consistent running game either. Does have Tyler Lockett, but he is still – Throwing for seventy percent, seventy percent of his uh, passes are completed, and they're four and zero. He'd be my pick. There you go, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got yeah, Russell I can't Wilson. Get two words. You can get as many words out as you want. If you answer the damn question, I'll shut up. Well, if you don't answer it. the question, I'm gonna stop you. The question was who's your MVP, not what K Star did. K Star said what he needed to say. Josh Allen wouldn't get one vote. Um, Aaron Rodgers, yep. <laughs> Russell Wilson, yep. Josh Allen, eh. Um, 
I would agree with JB, and I would go with Russell Wilson. He would be my MVP. I almost picked somebody else that's not been mentioned, but I will follow my own rules and not say the name. Um, Hey, I want to know who that is. Uh, Mahomes. But I will I will stick with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. I think he's the he's the league MVP right now. He's uh, I think Jay said it sixteen touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, you know, it, it, it it's it's and you know, and I think Train, you kinda hit on it. Josh Allen is clearly the MVP of his team. I think it's a little bit early. Um, to go farther than that, but let's see what happens as as the as the yeah. season plays out. Let, let's let's see mm-hmm. what happens. Um, you then know, that's we look that's at what, that's what my thought process was right there. T just it was just I early. Mean, that's all I can think of is yeah. just early. I mean, they beat the Jets. I mean, okay, division mm-hmm. rival, but you know they beat the Dolphins. Okay, division rival, but really, um, they beat the Rams. Well, you know, Rams certainly have played decent football, but. I know another team that absolutely positively sucked and played the Rams three points, so not impressed with that. Um, mm-hmm. And the Raiders at one point looked like they might do something. I don't know now. <laughs> I, I, I don't know now. I don't see a signature win on their schedule. I don't see a win yet that I can look at and say, wow, now you've, you know, you, you just beat the, uh, you know, Kansas City, Baltimore Ravens, Patriots. Yeah, you got to get one of those, no doubt. Or 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 Cam Newton, healthy Cam Newton, who's playing pretty well. Um, so okay, well let's see what happens. We'll check back in halfway through. There's any other names that may come up. So you guys got four weeks to think about it. Four weeks to come up with one name. Four weeks. Uh, Giving us a head start this time. Thanks for listening. Yeah, you, you, you got to head start. Do you guys think the start where we ended up? Let's start with JB. So we had COVID come through, ripped up Tennessee. Cam Newton's got tested positive. Um, do you think that the NFL is in trouble, or do you think that they will adjust and the COVID issue will will become you know, back page news, and we won't have this kind of shakeup again this season. I've been impressed with what they've done so far. Um, I think this is going to hopefully be a blip on the radar. It looks like Tennessee, they've been tested repeatedly, and they're coming back with two or three days in a row where zero positive tests. Cam has come back. I think he's got to take a couple more tests and be come up negative so that he can play in, in this weekend's game. So, um the problem is that unlike the NBA, they're, they're not in bubble. And it may be a blip on the radar now. It may subside and then blow up again a month from now. I hope it doesn't. But my gut tells me I think this is this is under control. Um, I don't think we're going to have major disruptions like what we saw in baseball earlier in the season. I think they'll they'll figure out a way to get out in front of it so that games aren't completely disrupted. Mm. Okay. Um, we actually have a doctor on. He may not be a medical doctor, but he's still a doctor. Dr. Train, what do you think? Medical doctor by relations. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Oh, we'll PA. <laughs> okay. um, 
if there isn't any more, it, it definitely it'll definitely be partly because of the protocol they just dropped. Um, because they don't want to have to do any more schedule changes, and so all the new rules that they just dropped, oh yeah, teams can get heavily penalized for not following uh, certain protocols to ensure that their players uh, players stay safe. Players can get players can get penalized. Teams can get penalized. It's, it's a lot heavier than what it was when they first uh, when the season first started. They did they didn't identify all of these, and now now they dropped a uh, they they definitely dropped a, a heavier protocol for for players to follow. I know there's a thought of somebody's like you know 32 separate bubbles <laughs> across the United right. States. It's like well. They could try, you know, they could try 32 bubbles, but I think the protocols that they've dropped now is definitely going to people at least being a lot safer. Because losing draft, the last thing a team want to do is lose draft picks. That is, as that is the last thing a team wants to do, and and players don't want to lose money. Or or or, I mean, you if you. Because I mean, you're gonna lose a game. You're gonna sit out a game if you test positive. But they're talking fines and everything else. Yeah, they're talking fines. If you don't even test positive, you're out. I mean, uh, what Rangers players already got fined. So yeah, it's yeah. These these guys will be walking a straight and narrow for for being COVID protocol compliant. So if they don't have any more hiccups, that 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 will be part of the reason. But they they should definitely prepare. The season may get extended. We may go longer than seventeen weeks. You know, I, mean, I one... um... <clears throat> no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish what you were saying. No, I, no. I was just gonna say when you look at what one team did, one team affects three others. Yep. One team. So imagine two teams. Out of thirty-two, yeah. I mean, hey, week eighteen, here we go. <laughs> Get the yeah, <laughs> you know, I I host for my day job, my real job. I host a meeting of local because I work for a national company, um, and I and I host a local business leaders meeting once a month with all of the local line of business leaders to talk about stuff. And it's about fifteen quarterly and I and I'm and me and one other guy host it. Um and I I create the agenda and I send it out. And the other guy has an admin so she does all the little front work and then but I do the agenda because I want to make sure the agenda's done a certain way. Um certain things you just can't delegate, you know. So and on the agenda since since you know the first we did the first one in January but the second and third quarter, we did it today for the third quarter, I put on the bottom of the agenda, um, because we're doing it through Zoom now, instead of we used, this used to be a live meeting in person, now it's a Zoom meeting, and I put, um, please remember to wear your mask, wash your hands, social distance, please stay safe. And so one of the senior leaders saw that and and said that he was he what did he say he said he says we're meeting 
virtually, and yet he calls me Terrence. Terrence still thinks to remind us all to stay safe. I hope everybody's listening. I, I say that to say that it's it really is that simple, right? It really is about protecting yourself, right? It really is about wearing that mask when you're, you know, out among anybody, keeping distance wherever appropriate, washing your hands regularly. And, and, and yet, somehow, some people, seriously. And so I commend, as JB said, the NFL for being very serious about this and saying, if you don't, there will be penalties, there will be fines, there will be repercussions. We are going to investigate and find out how it happened. And if it happened because you broke our rules, you will pay the price. So I absolutely 1,000% agree that the NFL is doing a bang-up job in a full-contact sport of keeping the infections to a minimum. They reacted swiftly to the tendency thing. And, yeah, it sucks. You know, you got to go back and adjust your fantasy lineup and, oh, okay, you know, I get all that. But you know what? They're doing the right thing. They're doing the right thing. This disease is nothing to fuck with. This ain't no bullshit, Mr. Trump. This ain't no bull. This is the real deal. It don't care if you're white, black, Republican, Democrat, young, old. It doesn't care. It infects you, and it, and it looks to kill you. And 211,000 of our fellow Americans found that out the hard way, unfortunately, for them. So I commend the NFL, and I hope they stay rigid. And if they stay rigid, since they don't have the advantage of being in a bubble like the NBA, if they stay rigid, I think we'll have a football season. Train, you're right. It may, <laughs> they may have to be extended a week or two here and there. And, you know, it's going to be an unconventional season. It already is. Two Monday night games last night because of COVID and another game getting postponed. And there might be more. But if everyone does what they think, what they know is the right thing to do, we'll have a season. The season will continue, my opinion. Okay, sir, anything you want to add on the COVID issue? since it did directly affect your team? <laughs> um, no, I think that uh, the revised protocols are, are what's needed to avoid future rides in this past weekend. And so I'm hopeful that the refined uh, protocol will be stringent enough to uh, hold it down. Okay. All right, last topic of the night. I was going to talk about uh, – you know what's funny? I'm sorry, guys. I get distracted easily. I'm watching this Cadillac commercial, right? I've watched it two or three times, and I'm like, man, they found this girl look just like Regina King driving a Cadillac. Wow. Man, she looks like Regina King. That's what I'm saying. I saw the commercial three, four times. I'm like, that Regina King-looking woman up here driving that Cadillac. Look at that. They found someone who looks just like Regina King. Oh, man. It was Regina King the whole time. I had no idea. Anyway. Sorry, I digress. Um, Sound like somebody coming to America. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the question, and and listen to the question, gentlemen. <laughs> Biggest surprise of the season, and the Cowboys. We've talked enough about them. I don't want to talk about them. So we're taking the Cowboys out of the equation because you might all. I know JB and I would probably say the Cowboys. I'm taking that away from our answer, so we can't say the Cowboys. Neither can you guys. So the Cowboys are disqualified as an answer. Other than the Cowboys absolutely sucking, um, what is 
the biggest surprise, and this will be our last topic and we get on out of here and um, be able to catch the second half of the Laker game. They're up by two at halftime. Uh, it's actually, I've been watching a little bit while I've been on the show. It's actually a competitive, very good game. Um, biggest surprise of this NFL season, and again, no Cowboys and no COVID. Let's not, you know, obviously COVID is, is what it is, and obviously that's, you know, having to deal with that is certainly a surprise for everybody. But outside of COVID, outside of the Cowboys being the doormat of the league, um, biggest surprise for you this season. And if, and if it's your own respective teams, that's fine too. So I'll start with uh, K-Star. Biggest surprise of the season for you after four games. I mean, I, I touched on him earlier, but Josh Allen playing as good as, he, as he's playing. You know, um, he's a guy that's been much aligned by a lot of analysts the last couple of years. A lot of people not thinking he's a, a good quarterback. Uh, and so far, he's playing at a super high level. I don't think anyone expected him to play this well. Um, and for me, so for me, it's just the, the continued elevation of his of his quarterback play, um, being a potential MVP candidate. Uh, JB, biggest surprise of the season. Yeah, I was going to say the Bills, but since K-Star stated it, I, I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going to say based on the way that the – Second half of the season ended the Falcons with them being 0-4 to start the year, finishing last year 6-2, and which is really why, in my opinion, Quinn had kept his job. They still had uh, Julio Jones. They still had uh, Calvin Ridley. They obviously had Matt Ryan. There's firepower on the offense. But for them to be 0-4 and then two of those four games blow huge leads in the fourth quarter, um, that's a shocker for me. I'm, I'm still surprised that Quinn has a job. But, um, hey, that, that's why I'm where I am. But uh, I would have expected them to at least be a 500 team at this point, but not 0-4. And, and, and their playoff chances are, are pretty much gone. So uh, Jay, that, that's you my live in Metro. You live in Metro Atlanta. What's the take from you – know, I, I know you're not necessarily – I know you kind of feel some kind of affection for the hometown team, but we know we you ride and die with. But – what are what are the the fans feeling about the Falcons and more importantly about Quinn? Is the sentiment he, it's time for him to go? Overall, yes, but because of COVID and social distancing, and, and most of my talk is with a lot of folks that I work with, and I'm not in the office and I'm working from home, so that that cuts off a huge chunk of the folks that I can talk to. And when I'm out and about, I don't really get to hear too much, but just reading between the lines and, and seeing the different sports shows that are local. Yeah, that's pretty much a sentiment. Um, blowing those two leads, everybody always thinks back to the the Super Bowl and feels like they just picked up right there. Can't seem to hold anything. Um, Quinn needs to go, need to just get a fresh start. And that's kind of the underlying current that I've heard so far. Okay. Curious. I was just curious. Okay. Um, Dr. Train. Biggest surprise of the young season? Um, my biggest surprise might sound a little unconventional, but it's still a bit of a surprise to me, even though it is a part of the game. Uh, just the number of injuries and players hitting IR. I expect mm. injuries, but God, that if that list isn't like almost hitting 10, across this week on a weekly of just guys are just falling 
and 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 I'm not thinking, talking about you know yeah hamstring growing yeah we get it but something but even with the hamstring it's like oh it's hamstring it's four to six weeks like wait a minute good grief or you know they're they're getting a lot you know Achilles I'm seeing a ton of them pop pop up I'm just like I know they did I know I know no players they 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 did as much training as they could do, you know, off when the season wasn't, you know, doing the off season. And, you know, they had their training camp and, uh, you know, they had their, you know, their, their strength and conditioning and folks there. But I just did not expect to see this many. I mean, the way San Francisco got hit, like, in the second week, I was like, holy shit. They don't even have a, don't even have a team anymore. <laughs> it was like, it's, it's. It's 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 just it's just rather surprising to see the number of players that's hitting the number that are hitting that are hitting IR and even though they have adjusted the IR uh, a bit, you know, due to the situation, due to this unorthodox season, still it's just like it's just a lot of a lot of injuries, a lot more than I I would have expected to see so early on in the season, and we're and we're only four weeks in. Yeah, I think that's 100% COVID. I think it, it goes deeper than just a shortened training camp and no preseason games. I mean, we've been quarantined, and I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. You, you know, if you're a professional athlete and you're working out at home to stay in shape versus, you know, at the facility with your trainers and your teammates, it's not the same. It's just not. It, it, you're not giving your body the same attention at home in your home you know, workout room that you're going to give when you're in the facility with the professional trainers that are monitoring you and watching you and tracking you, you know. And, and so to me, I agree with you. It's certainly shocking, um, but I think it's 100% COVID. Um, my surprise is a twofold surprise. You know, sometimes we ask questions, B, right, and we sometimes don't realize that both could be true. It's either this or it's that, right? And that's a question we ask a lot of times in sports. Um, and, you know, the question that has been asked for a number of years is, who's responsible for the Patriots' success? Is it Bill Belichick? Is it Tom Brady? And how are these guys going to manage without each other? And is the, are we going to now see one flourish and one suffer because they're not together? And then, And then the natural conclusion would be, well, if the Bucks do well and the Patriots flounder, then it was Brady. And if the Patriots do well and the Bucks flounder, then it was Belichick. Well, in, in, in the first four games, Cam Newton's gone two and one and has played very well. And we saw a Patriots team for three quarters with injuries and, you know, two backup quarterbacks play the world champions head up, like head up for three quarters. Um, and we've seen Tom Brady go three and one in Tampa Bay. So we've seen the separation of the goat and the goat. They are still doing well without each other. I am surprised at that. I expected somebody to flounder. I don't know who I expected to flounder because when he got Cam, I started thinking, Ooh, I didn't see that coming. (laughs) That okay. Hold on. That's a game changer. If Cam is healthy, MVP, Super Bowl contestant, Heisman Trophy winner, all the talent in the world but a crappy attitude, going to play for Belichick who don't play that? Ooh, 
And then you see Brady going to Tampa with all those weapons. An admittedly player coach like, uh, what's the guy's name? Guy I really don't care for, but it's the hat. Um, Bruce, Bruce Arians. Um, it's like, wow. And guess what? After four weeks, looks like a win-win. Now, we'll see. It's still a young season. But you know what? It could be that everyone was right. The Patriots' success was based off of Bill Belichick being the, great, the greatest coach of all time. And the Patriots' success was based off of Tom Brady being the best quarterback of all time. That could ultimately be the answer to the trivia question. Who was most responsible? Answer, they both were. There's your answer. So that's my surprise. Start with JB. Final thoughts, Mr. JB. Uh, one quarter in the books. Um, it's, been, it's been great to see. I, this will be my final thought. I am very glad to see the level of play be where it's been for, these, for this first month. With no preseason, COVID being a, a huge impact, we're still seeing, even through four games, a high level of quality play. And I just would like to see that continue, and I'd like to see COVID be on the back burner and, and, and not impact the, the, the games the way we all at some point in time expected to see. So I'm, I'm very pleased with, with what I'm seeing, and I just hope COVID stays, stays on the back burner. Okay. Thank you, sir. Man, we are 3-1. and one. Fuck the haters. Look, all you who didn't expect us to be here, I look forward to Thursday. Can't wait to see Mac and them getting Brady's ass. <laughs> Go Bears. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> pretty good. Uh, K-Star, <laughs> final thoughts. Yeah, just looking forward to the Steelers actually playing football if, uh, you know, Billy is responsible. Okay, so I've been just waiting for a opponent. Weeks. Yeah, just, right. just waiting for a goddamn, for a goddamn opponent. Yeah. Okay, start winning. You remember the old, you remember the old, Jake Dale remember this, the old uh, electronic football game, you plug it in and you got the little players on there with the little magnetic yeah. football. Okay, oh remember that old game? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we had one. K-Fi would pull that out. Made all that noise, right? <laughs> K-Fi would pull that out, had his yellow and black jerseys on. He's like, I'm going to watch me some football. I don't give it. I'm watching me some football. There was no steel football to watch. Very sad. <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. All right. Um, my my final thought is, I watched Undisputed Monday. <laughs> I don't know why I still subject myself to this, and I would watch Skip Bayless say how he was done with, with the Cowboys. I just want to know how a man makes five million dollars a year to get up there and claim to be the biggest Cowboy fan of all, and the second that they, that they look like crap, he, he gets paid to be able to say that he's done. He's done as a fan. He's done. He gets paid to make little videos like he did last year when they were struggling, throwing Zeke's 
uh, jersey in the garbage or Dak's jersey in the garbage, and then when they play well, he takes the jersey out and says he's got a love-hate relationship. I, I, I want to know where I could sign up to that job at, at making $5 million a year. Like, if that isn't the dumbest, stupidest, non – like, I am pissed off at my Cowboys. JB is pissed off at his Cowboys. You guys have had spats when you've been pissed off at your teams. I, I have been close to being done. I have, but I've never been done. So why does this guy who hosts this show and makes all this money get paid so much money to get up there and to just not be a true fan? You're the one talking. Between the Cowboys, LeBron James, and Tom Brady, Skip Bayless has made a career on television. Those have been the three topics that have propelled his career, going back to his ESPN days. I I don't get it. I don't get why Stephen A. Smith makes a lot of money to get up there and be an asshole and play Southern Steve and all that stupidity. It's just, uh, yes, it's meant to get under the skin of the Cowboys fans, and it gets under my skin. But it doesn't get under my skin because he's ragging on us. I don't care. It gets under my skin because it's stupid. Childish. It's stupid. Like, you don't like the Cowboys, that's fine. You want to wish them bad, that's fine. You want to think that they suck, that's fine. I don't care. But this stupid stuff that these guys are doing, and they make all this money. I mean, have we, have we shrunk to that? I guess we have, considering who's in the White House. I guess we have. I guess we have shrunk to where it, it just, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I need to rethink what I do for the next stage in my life. Maybe I need to come up with a gimmick that can sell, a little easy gimmick like that and, and, and can sell and, uh, and then I can be the next whatever. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. We pride ourselves on teaching you guys how to be good fans. And a good fan doesn't do that stupid crap. We just don't. Okay? I'm pissed off at my team. JB's pissed off at, 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 at our team. But you know what? At 4.30 on Sunday, JB, where you going to be? Watching the game with all my right. paraphernalia and a beverage. Right. right. And rooting for them to win. That's where we'll be on Sunday. And if you're a true fan, team is suffering. You can vent. You can be upset. Call your boy up. Call your girl up. Call whoever up and complain. But at the end of the day, if that's your team, as Arthur Floyd taught me at a very young age, that you stick with your team through thick and thin, that's what being a fan is all about. On that note, thank you guys. Great show. It's always good when we have the full crew. I appreciate you all so much. You guys just don't know how much fun we have. And I want to take a second and thank the listeners. I have not checked our ratings. In a while. Bad. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> they had been just bad, and it's depressing to do a show and not think that a lot of people are listening. But I'm sadly mistaken. Um, we have quite a listenership. It's mostly podcasts, as, I, as I've said. 
uh, was when I stopped giving out the number, although maybe I should maybe I start giving it out again. But we actually have quite a listenership via podcast, and I don't know what happened and where it came from. I checked today, and we were we were picked up by a couple of podcast websites um, that I didn't know even existed, but we're 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 downloaded from those websites. I think it has something to do with Blog Talk Radio and their relationship. And we actually have quite a listenership, um, I'm pleasantly surprised to say. So for all of you that are downloading us, thank you. We appreciate the support. Um, I encourage you to think about calling in. 347-838-9525 is the number. I'll go back to announcing that number periodically throughout the show. I'll go back to opening up the Blog Talk Radio chat room. If you guys want to tune in Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, and you want to engage us um, live, uh, you can always go to the Madden Voice uh, Facebook page and comment there on anything you heard. And, hey, if you don't agree with us, you don't agree with me, I'm used to it. You don't agree with JB, K-Star Train, take us a task or leave us a comment on, on uh, Twitter, the Madden Voice, uh, at Commission T, uh, at the Madden wait, 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 it's, uh, yeah, Commission T, the Madden Voice. Just search for the Madden Voice and it'll pop up and leave, leave, a, leave a comment there. But again, I, I am pleasantly surprised. I meant to text you guys this today and work out away from me, but um, we actually do have quite a listenership. So thank you. And as I've always said, if you like the show, tell a friend to tell a friend. And if you don't like the show, tell me and we'll make it better. So for my brother, JB, for my brothers from other mothers, Dr. Train and K-Star, I want to say thank you for a great show. Wash your hands. Stay six feet apart. Wear a mask. Do the right thing. If you're not registered to vote, what you're waiting on, IWillVote.com. Register to vote. Your voice counts. Enjoy football this weekend. Um, As far as I know, there is nothing going on next Tuesday. The presidential debate is next Thursday night, so we'll be back here next same bat time, same same bat channel. And as I always say, all feuds will be settled on the field. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.